everyone, welcome to the Flexing Physio podcast. This podcast is aimed for physios, whether you are a student or already qualified and working in the big bad world. On this podcast, we will be giving real world advice about everything physiotherapy. We will be having a bunch of special guests. And most of all, we'll be having lots of fun banter. My name is Dan Chang and I'm a physio working in a private practice here in Tamworth and I'll be your host. Now, let's get into this episode. Alrighty, welcome back to another episode of the Flexing Physio podcast. Um, I'm joined by the, the, the student again. <laughs> lovely student. <laughs> the lovely student, um, Amber. So welcome to the show again, Amber. Thanks. It's, Back by popular demand. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's been too long. It's been yeah. too long. Um, now, I thought we would catch up again. This is your final week with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this has been a five-week yep, placement. This is the fifth week. Mm-hmm. How did your mid-unit go? Are you happy with your yeah, feedback? Good. All, all good. And, all good on my end. I think, you know, I'm pretty happy with... What we discussed mean was so yeah, That's feeling good, good. feeling you f- confident. You feel ready to <laughs> hop into private practice now? Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> <laughs> that, I Maybe remember, at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, I remember you saying you were more interested in, in um, public anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, but tell you what, this is this would be a good place to be if you were in private practice for sure. I agree. Mm. I'm very lucky to be part of this team. So, um, well. Since this is the end of your placement, I thought I'd get a bit of an overall uh, experience from yourself. Mm-hmm. Take it away. What are your... Okay. Well, so, yeah, it's been a great five weeks, I've got to say. I feel like when I look back to the start, and I mean, I can't really remember exactly what I said in the last podcast, but I do think that I've learned a lot. And one thing that I can definitely say is an overarching thing is like, I feel like at uni you learn all the bits and pieces but coming to placement really like fits it all together. Yeah. Is how I would describe it. So I just feel like I've gotten a good a good overall look at different conditions that come through the door like particular to private practice. Mm-hmm. And just the way that like different physios have their own approach to fixing things or diagnosing things mm. or you know just the progressions as well like yeah, it's just that's been really insightful because I feel like I was always missing that last sort of piece of the puzzle where you would just know when to do certain things or, you know, certain strengthening programs, mm. when to start it, you know, for example, whatever, yeah. yeah. Do you remember, I think in uh, one of the course, one of the physio courses at Newcastle, it was that clinical reasoning. Did you Have you done that yeah, yet? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember we'd go through, if, we, if it was a knee, for example, we'd just talk about, all the possible, like there was about 20 different diagnoses yeah. that you'd go through. Um, but I feel like here in private practice, being like, um, seeing what we do, I think it's better because it nuts it down to just three possible diagnoses yeah. or like even two. Definitely, theories. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Actually, that, that course definitely is helpful. I actually found myself looking back at notes from that course just to get my head around certain things mm. like back pain and that kind of a thing because it can be so broad. Yeah, like mm. this could be a, like at least 10 different things mm. causing back pain, hey? Definitely. Um, I get, another question I had was what's a few things that you'd take from this placement to your next few? Um, definitely, you know, got to build good rapport with, patients that's really important um the bet i feel like generally if you get along better with them you're going to have a better approach to understanding the issue mm. helping them whatever else follows on um what else will i take away um definitely just 
having, like I said, the overarching idea of how to approach certain things, but just like how, like I think I touched on this in the last one, just having very specific exercise programs or specific um, treatment options for that person in terms of what they do for a yeah. job, what their goals are, mm. making everything super goal specific down to like the type of balance it could be like it could i remember a lady something that comes to mind is a lady that came in and she was a horse rider and she had balance issues so we literally made a type of rehab that replicated her being on a horse pretty yeah. much and like that kind of a thing like that so like with a swiss ball sort yeah of thing? yeah, yeah cool. with the resistance bands as the stirrups and the swiss ball sitting on like a horse like that's so yeah. cool that um, yeah. actually reminds me of a uh, little, um, what would you call this? Pediatrics, I don't know. But she was she was like 13 or 14 years old and she broke her hand um, f- when falling off a horse. Mm. And I remember taking her into the, the gym area that we have here and I gave her two resistance band and I was literally pulling on the other end and and like kind of being the horse. Yeah. And she, I don't know. I feel like she felt it was really fun and she was That's excited a good yeah, to come to rehab. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. And that's another thing, isn't it? Like with peds, you've got to be like fun and make it more, yeah. you know, enjoyable for the patient, yeah. which is something that like you've got to take in consideration for when I do. Because I'll be doing a peds placement. So I'll remember that. Perfect. Can you imagine <laughs> yeah. giving like a like a five year old to, you know, the external TheraBand yeah. external rotation? <laughs> They'll never Off come go. back. Go to the gym, go to Anytime <laughs> Fitness, do these external <laughs> rotations. Can you imagine that? But I feel like when I first started, that's the type of stuff that I give. Yeah. But yeah. then now I'm trying to think outside the box yeah. and be a bit more fun yeah. as well. Yeah, you're good for that. Oh, actually. thank yeah, you. I you appreciate that. that. Um, when I when, when you were uh, shadowing me for a bit mm. and I, I let you do some subjective histories, mm. you're very good at building rapport with the patients and not just Thanks. asking the questions on the form mm. um, and just getting through it. I feel like you're, you're good at um, taking time and asking about their day and just getting to know mm. them as a human. Yeah, well, well, that's sort of how I remember. This could be like a tip actually for, you know, students, whatever. Yeah. I feel like I used to like have like little um, analogies in my brain about like, okay, got to knock off all these points for subjective history. But I find that if you generally just care about what they're saying and just care about the problem, yeah. your mind will naturally go to all the things mm. to hit it off. I mean... Yeah. And that's me thinking that I did hit off all the time, all the <laughs> yeah. things you're meant no, you to. Did well, you did good. But I feel like that if you follow along that mindset of like, if you just genuinely care what they have to say and what mm. their problem is, you're gonna get, you're gonna hit all the topics you need to talk about yeah. anyway. Sometimes when you ask them, just the the first question is what brought you in here. Sometimes mm. they'll tick off the boxes for you. So they'll talk yeah. to you about, oh, I had a crap night's sleep. I woke up like three times last night. Well, then bang, that's mm. 24 hour pattern sorted. Um, exactly. So yeah. sometimes just listening to them and just learning how to shut up. I think that's, yeah, a, that's a big one. Yeah. And another thing as well is, um, I may have touched on this last time, but you guys have women's and men's health physios here, mm. which I've had been very lucky to sit in a few of those. And that yeah. has been so insightful. If anyone has the opportunity to do that, I'd jump on it because like my mindset was like, I don't know if I'm going to get this opportunity yeah. for the rest of my placement time because obviously it's a very sort of vulnerable, I guess that's the right word, for the patient. Mm. So like sometimes they might not feel comfortable for having a student in there. So that's really, that's been a whole different, I've learned so much about that because they, it's only it's only like a week maybe that we learn about that sort of physio yeah. at uni. So yeah. it's so cool to actually see it and understand it 
so much more. Yeah. 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 As you said, it's very, it's a very vulnerable part of their mm. life and it's literally their private parts. It's called yeah. private parts for a reason, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just being able to see that, I think very lucky. Um, mm. And we're very lucky at this practice to have that team with us. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Definitely. So that's something I could take away from this is I like, I, cause I was thinking that I would be, would be really cool to do women's or men's health. But again, you don't know if you'd be interested in it because it's so hard to just, you know, you have to, it's hard to get experience in that area. So it's been so cool that I've been able to do that as well as like the regular physio slash sports physio here. So I've learned bucket loads about that stuff. That's awesome. (laughs) I feel like one half of our practice is women's health Mm. and the other half of the the practice is all musculoskeletal. Mm. And then you have freaks like Woz who just sees everything. Everything and everyone, (laughs) yeah. I guess when you've been working as a physio for 70 years, you you kind of get get some experience, (laughs) Uh, don't you? You've seen it all. (laughs) That's right. Um, So Amber, you're a fourth year this year and you're also doing the year-long program. I guess the next part, I'd like to touch on some tips that you might have for the first and second years going through uni yep. at the moment. Yep. Okay. So my tip would be, um, if you're like me and you weren't exactly sure as to which sort of field you wanted to go down into, whether it would be like hospital, mm. you know, private practice, whatever. I was lucky enough to do some sports training with one of the local sporting teams, like the soccer teams. Um, and that for me was... So I felt like I was thrown in the deep end, but in a good way. Like yeah. I just, you literally get to see the acute injuries when they happen. For sure, yeah. And like, at, and I would find myself, because obviously you don't have a, that much knowledge as a second year, mm. I was second year when I did that. Yeah. But it was cool to go home and I'd sort of look more into what you would do in these acute injuries, you know, pass the classic, put a bit of ice on it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. That's this magic spray uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, ice, ice. <laughs> um, so I would encourage people to do that because even though I probably do want to go down the hospital route, I that was really interesting to me, even as someone who isn't particularly, you know, excited about private practice, I guess. Yeah. So I would encourage people to do that. It just is a really good way to get... And also... You, it is building on that like rapport. Like I have really good connections with the soccer club that I was with and like, which you know, one were you? Olympics, with? um, Newcastle Olympic. Oh yeah. They're pretty yeah. high up. They do mm. well. Yeah, definitely. And mm. like, you know, got really got along really well with all the coaches and stuff and a yeah. lot of the older players and stuff. So like that in itself is like that you're networking in a way. Yeah. yeah. If you do want to get into that area for sure. So 100%. that's something I would suggest to do. And like I remember being so nervous, being like, Oh my god, I don't know anything. I don't want to do this. But like it's you just fake it till you make it. That's it. I hundred percent agree. I couldn't <laughs> agree with you more on yeah. that. When I was in my um second year I started doing sports training. I was with mm. Valentine Football Club. Shout out Valentine oh, yeah. <laughs> to all the Velo listeners out yeah. there. Um, but I remember thinking to myself, I don't know anything. I, I was being referred to as the physio and I yeah. kept telling people, no, 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 I'm just mm. a student. Um, I can't you technically treat. You remind people that, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. But then because you're referred to as the physio, you get that respect. And I think yeah. um, it's easier dealing with teenagers and kids because they listen to you, whereas the first graders, adults, they yeah. tend to not really listen that much. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, and you sort of got to remind them like, okay, well, I've sort of got like, you know, if I think you have concussion, I've got final say, you're not going back on. Exactly. You've so, got the insurance and, and yeah, all that yeah, stuff exactly. and training. 
Mm. Or even just doing the sports trainers course was really good as well. Like yeah. just learning like fundamentals of like taping and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. is super helpful because you don't really learn about that at, at all at uni. No. And, mm. and I think also a big thing to take away from sports training is how to act under pressure. Because yeah. quite often you oh, have 100%. the coaches, you have the parents all kind of helicoptering yeah. over you. You've got this poor Johnny with a so- with a mm. rolled ankle. Like, can he go back? Can he not? And it's all kind of your call. Yeah. Um, yeah. So learning how to stay mm. cool and calm Literally. like a cucumber. I know. And then, you know, just preparing you for prac fevers. Like, you got that in oh, the yeah, bag. If you, right. handle, if you can handle someone with a torn ACL and everyone's screaming at you, you're fine. Yeah. You can, you can handle Osmo <laughs> yeah, looking over you. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, very good. Well, uh, is there anything else you'd like to touch on while we're here? Um, yeah. don't know gonna miss you guys <laughs> yeah it was nice having you and dan here it was yeah. nice you guys were the five first weeks. yeah what was mm. that i said it was a good five weeks it was a good five weeks yeah. for you guys not for us but. yeah everyone's like thank god they're going <laughs> nah, it was good it was nice having uh, you and just a helping hand as well like when we need stuff and um mm. yeah, when you when we need you to hold a leg or something it's mm. really helpful yeah so hopefully the next lot of students will be as good as you guys no pressure but the bar said hi that's right that's right <laughs> all right and thanks for your time And we will catch you in the next episode. Thanks, guys.